0: Hildegard Nocton is in Ottawa for a meeting of parliamentarians from around the world who are trying to grapple with fake news, the multi platforms that are out there in social media. There have been a number of meetings around the world and this one is in Ottawa. Hildegard first of all, thanks William, million for taking a few minutes out of the video schedule and coming for a chat. A bit about the background, I know that those who are close to it know exactly what this, how many countries are here meeting? So today
1: there's nine different countries but we met previously in November in Westminster, it was the first meeting of a grand international committee and I think there was over 15 countries, but it's not excluding any country and more countries have come on board, some just couldn't be here today Um, so it's us all trying to grapple with um, how we regulate social media we in Ireland, um, and I'm chairperson of the Communications uh, Climate Action and Environment Committee in um, Dáil Éireann, we're looking at legislation at the moment in relation to a digital safety commissioner Um, and because a lot of the Social media companies are based here, are based in Ireland. That mm-hmm. um, you know, Ireland has a really pivotal role here in relation to the regulation of it, and that will apply at European level because many of the um, their headquarters and international uh, bases are in Ireland. So we have a real obligation to work with other countries on, on this international level to ensure that we are liaising with our U- European and international counterparts to make sure that our legislation fits on a worldwide level.
0: So coming into the Ottawa meeting were there specific goals and objectives that had been set down for this and have you been able to make progress on any?
1: So today we met with representatives from Facebook, Google and Twitter and it again it was around the issues of um, disinformation fake news and regulation of social media and social media companies adhering to their own minimum standards and protecting the democratic process as well during elections so all of these issues are raised there today uh, with those social media companies um, positive steps have been taken by um, Facebook and Google in relation to the European elections where they weren't waiting on on governments to legislate, where they stepped in and um, demanded that people who are putting up ads, advertisements online, that you say who you are, where you're from, how much you're paying for that ad, and what other ads you have placed, so that there's clear transparency uh, for users online to know where is this ad coming from, who's behind it, and you can see what their agenda is, or if they've placed any other ads whether someone's giving a contradictory message online so that has been a positive step but we want more of that, more of that transparency and I think the fact that myself and Deputy um, Lawless are here today representing the Irish perspective um, I think it's important that we continue to work with our, our your international counterparts, we're working on a piece of legislation where we have to define what is harmful communication and you know from a media point of view there are real concerns around freedom of expression mm-hmm. and people's right to, to express themselves on line and mm-hmm. give an opinion that I mightn't like you mightn't like but it, it is not harmful communication it is freedom of speech so we need to make sure that for something is clearly illegal clearly criminal there's um, you know a clear code of practice there and legislation there um, for, pe- for social media companies to take down that content but where, the, where it gets very into the grey area is around this whole idea of freedom of speech and these are questions that we in Ireland are grappling with and that's why we need to have these discussions today.
0: On that aspect of freedom of speech I know in the last few days, Facebook have come in for criticism because they have failed to remove and refused to remove uh, a video uh, that was doctored of uh, Speaker Nazi Pelosi in the U.S. And um, did was that raised today?
1: That was raised by colleagues today at the meeting, um, and I suppose paraphrasing, uh, they were saying that um, they. It it was was left up online because they felt that um, there was transparency around who had placed it. Um, but the fact that it, was, it had been slowed down to mm-hmm. a certain perception that they didn't feel that that was any breach of their own standards so these are questions that were very concerning for members there today but it was good that it was aired in this public forum and public session um, so yes a lot more questions that need to be answered for us and from again our point of view as legislators we need to be able to legislate if they're not able to act we have to ensure as legislators that we're regulating social media companies.
0: Given that some. Many of these companies are based in Ireland and they are either global in some situations or European headquarters are in Ireland. How much responsibility rests on the Irish government to actually make change within the Irish legislative context? that can then impact these companies?
1: We have a huge obligation in Ireland. We have the GDPR um, legislation which is enacted now and again. Ireland is leading the way on that. And my committee, the Communications Climate Action and Environment Committee, is dealing with legislation uh, as it comes up. Um, Minister Richard Bruton is putting forward legislation in relation to a data um, an online digital safety commissioner who will be dealing with online content as opposed to data protection, so we have to grapple with all of those definitions around what is harmful communication and because all of, the, all of many of these social media companies are based in Ireland, their headquarters and their international headquarters are based in Ireland, that will mean that our legislation will have an effect in Europe, for example, and maybe beyond that. So we need to be very careful in relation to the laws that we apply, because they may apply in Europe as well, and maybe go beyond that.
0: And to that extent, when you consider how small a country Ireland is relative, particularly to Europe, in the event that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of these companies um, are negligent outside of the actual Irish territory how strong would the role of a commissioner be to a, be able to actually take them to task for something that happened outside of Irish jurisdiction
1: so, for example, the, the Data Protection Commissioner, um, because um, Googles and Facebooks of this order are based in Ireland, she has, um, she has the, the, the oversight and at a European level because they're based in Ireland. Their European headquarters are based here. But where it goes outside that jurisdiction then there are other it's not as easy to Mm -hmm. deal with Mm -hmm. but I think the fact that we have the European base here is a really strong statement from us and we can be the leaders on this and through this international grand committee here today people from Singapore from um, Australia there's really a a, a wide range of of countries who are really concerned about regulation want to do something and really want to work uh, and put in place legislation that's going to be effective I think it's important that we work at an international level it's not always easy because you've got developing countries who are uh, really coming on board with uh, Facebook and they may have different ways of looking at privacy issues and how different governments will deal with it differently
0: So given that as I would understand that the tech companies are very anxious that they would have the ability uh, if at all possible to craft some of the legislation that may be regulating them Um, how are you finding that the North American attitude to uh, what is the European perspective is there a synergy between the North American perspective and the uh, the European perspective?
1: Well, um, in relation to crafting the legislation, Ireland and we worked as a committee, we we would bring in social media companies and they're there to I suppose, they have to be at the table with us and we need our own technical expertise so um, there has to be that balance there and that critical thinking in relation to making sure that whatever legislation is in place is going to be effective so they're, they're part of the process but they're not, it's really up to us as legislators and then in relation to, I suppose the US. Um, we don't have anyone from the US on our Grand International Committee but I know that they have um, been in, in regular contact with uh, Bob Zimmer who is the chairperson of the, um, the committee here with Damian Collins. It's a, it's a UK um, Canadian chairmanship of this Grand International Committee but they've been in regular contact and they're not excluded. By all means they're invited if any representatives want to come before the Grand International Committee when it comes to Dublin in November we will be hosting it. They're, they're very welcome to come on board.
0: So, to wrap up, um, you're going to come to the end of the day today. What would you hope to have achieved and what do you think so far today has been achieved um, rather than just nine representatives sitting around the table and um, being very clear on the problem? but. Is there a clarity and a solution?
1: So, since our last meeting in Westminster, I was talking to my counterpart in Singapore just a few minutes ago and he was saying since that meeting, they have put in place legislation in Singapore in relation to regulating social media. So, steps, really positive steps have taken Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. as a result of this and also the fact that it's done in a public session. It's putting pressure on social media companies. You hear Mark Zuckerberg saying, and we met him, myself and Deputy Ryan and Deputy Lawless in Dublin a, a number of weeks ago, Uh, where he stated that he wanted the GDPR um, applied right across the globe. Mm -hmm. So they know that the pressure is coming, they know that they have to step up, um, and we need to work together as legislators to make sure that we are liaising and communicating with one another to have a a similar code of practice through our legislation and at the same time protecting the rights of citizens and protecting children and online safety. So we're having another meeting in November and I think we're making positive progress later this evening we're going to have a meeting where every um, representative from the different countries is going to outline the legislation and the work that they're currently doing and I think that's a really positive exercise because you can see and we can learn from one another mm-hmm. and raise concerns as well in relation to um, you know, legislation that might not apply very well in our own countries because as we know every country is different and we need to be able to have some um, form of, of regulation that works and that is fair and that protects the citizens and users online Particularly
0: young and vulnerable people. Well, Hilda Karen, I want to thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy and I know you only have a few minutes of a break, and I really appreciate the time you've taken. My
1: pleasure, Austin. Love you talking to you. <laughs>